When an executive thinks that your work is high quality, wants your brain on their projects, wants your brain inside the company, wants to support you and your work because you do good work, that is enormously beneficial for your career because you have support from someone who can easily make things happen. The quality of our communication sends a signal about the quality of our work. It is worth it to put in the time, the effort, the focus to make sure that you are showing people your best stuff. Welcome to The Art of Speaking Up, a podcast that helps professional women access the limitless potential that lies within them. I'm your host, Jessica Guzik, and my mission is to help you find that spark inside you that has the power to transform your career in ways you may not have thought possible. I'm so excited that you're here. And now, on to the show. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much for tuning in. My name is Jess. I am the host and creator of this podcast. If you've been listening, you know I used to have a career in the corporate space, and I also had this podcast as kind of a side hobby. And these days, I'm a full-time podcaster and career coach for women. I help women build confidence. I'm here to help you feel super powerful and capable in your job. I'm here to help you build best-in-class executive communication skills, and I'm here to get you on an accelerated path to leadership. One of the missions of this show that is so important to me is to help women really accelerate their path to leadership. And there are so many different ways that I do that. But one of the ways that I do that is helping you grow and develop and amplify your communication skills because communication is really how we show people the quality of our work, right? So there's the work we do And then there's showing it to everyone around us. And communication is that bridge from like the work being good to people actually seeing that the work is good. That's why it's such an important skill to cultivate, especially if advancing in your career is important to you. And today we're going into a topic that I love that I'm such a nerd about. And honestly, I have just been trying to embrace my nerdiness. I think that I used to judge myself a little bit for how nerdy I am about like communication and effective communication and PowerPoint slides and speaking to executives. But I've realized that it's just part of who I am. I've got to embrace it. And it benefits you when I embrace it because when you become really good at executive communication, it will impact your career in such beneficial ways. So today's episode is all about effective executive communication. And executive communication is simply the the ability to know how to speak to executives in a way that resonates with them in the language that they want to be spoken to in. And there's so many reasons that this is important, right? I think there are the obvious reasons why it's important, which is like day to day, you might be in these meeting rooms with people who are leaders and you want to get good engagement in your meetings, you want to make a strong impression. But I think that there are elements of why executive communication is so important that people often don't think about And I want to bring those to your attention because this was a huge piece that accelerated my career. And this was a component of my career that really sped up my path into bigger and higher roles. And so it's something that I want to put on your radar because it can really help and benefit you, I hope, in your career development. So 
Executives have an enormous amount of impact within an organization. They have a lot of authority and they have a lot of ability to influence and get things done by way of their executive title and by way of the position that they hold within the company. So when an executive wants something, it is relatively easier for them to get what they want, right? They're able to move things and make things happen inside an organization partly because of their title and position. So when an executive thinks that your work is high quality, wants your brain on their projects, wants your brain inside the company, wants to support you and your work because you do good work, that is enormously beneficial for your career because you have support from someone who can easily make things happen. This is why executive communication is so important because it forms the foundation of those executives knowing who you are, understanding the quality of your work and how much you can help them and ultimately wanting to support you. I want you to think about it as, you know, the higher quality your executive communication is, like the higher quality stuff you put out there, the better quality communication you offer to them that boomerangs back and returns to you in the form of them thinking about you very highly and therefore supporting you and helping you along in your journey. One of the things that you absolutely want to be doing in your career is building relationships with executives so that they advocate for you. Because when you have executives who are willing to advocate for you, who know you deeply, who can speak positively about your work, it really speeds up your path to leadership. And so executive communication is the first way that you show them, hey, my work is really good, I'm able to get things done, because the quality of our communication sends a signal about the quality of our work. And so what I want to teach you to do in today's episode is to send a powerful signal to an executive audience about the quality of your work, not just so that you can make a powerful impression in one meeting, but so you can make a powerful impression over and over and over and over in meeting after meeting after meeting after meeting, so that by, you know, by the time you've been at your company for a certain amount of time, you have leaders within that company who are ready to support you in the growth that you desire. And there are few things more impactful than that when it comes to upward mobility. That's why this topic is so important, right? The meeting room is not just about what happens in that meeting or what happens in that project. These are building blocks for the evolution of your career. <laughs> That's why I'm so passionate about this stuff. So today, I'm going to be walking you through some of the foundations of effective executive communication. And I don't just want to share with you the tools and like tell you what to do. I mean, I will share with you tools, but I also want you to understand why you're using those tools because that's what's going to make you agile, right? Like memorizing a tool isn't the same as knowing why you're using the tool. And so I really want you to have that deeper understanding of what it is you're doing when it comes to executive communication so that you can be even more effective at it. I'm so excited to dig into this with you. And before I dive in, I want to invite you to join the waitlist for the Art of Speaking Up Academy. If you are very serious about growing your executive communication skills, I think there is no better place to go really deep into that process than the Art of Speaking Up Academy, which is my six-month group program where you will have the opportunity to master the full executive communication toolkit 
and grow your confidence so that you feel like an unstoppable presence in meetings. I love this program so much. I have watched women's confidence and their career paths blossom inside this program. And I am going to be launching it and opening doors in November. But if you know you want in and you know you want to be a part of this program this round, join the waitlist because you will get first access to early enrollment. The waitlist ensures you will get the biggest discount on tuition. And every Monday, I send the waitlisters a little bonus email with a small learning or mini lesson from the curriculum of the Art of Speaking Up Academy. So you don't have to wait until doors open. You can get your journey started today. So to get yourself on the wait list, head over to jessgazitcoaching.com slash academy, and you will be first to find out when doors open. You will be hearing from me on Mondays with an exclusive email. And now let's dive deeper into executive communication. And I want to start with a very simple principle that I think will really help you. And this is the idea that I want you to think about executives as people who speak their own language. And I want you to think of executive communication as you adjusting your language so that you are speaking in the language that your audience wants to be spoken to in. This is so important because so many people, when they're preparing for a meeting or when they're communicating or when they're sharing information, they don't go through a process at all of slowing down and being like, okay, how do I wanna share this information? They just kind of put out the information and share it. And if you do that, you're missing this critical step of translating your information into the language that they want to consume it in. So I really want you to think about, like when you just say something or put together a presentation, it is not yet in the right language unless you have slowed down and applied this lens of executive communication to what you're sharing. And so that's what I'm gonna be walking you through in today's episode is exactly what you're doing in that process. So when we talk about like you need to speak to them in their language, there are two layers of this. The first layer is that each individual executive has their own individual language that they want to be spoken to in and executives as a whole will tend to have a shared common language that most or the majority of executives want to be spoken to in. And in today's episode, I'm gonna be walking you through both of these because they are both enormously important. Now, I'm very aware that as you're listening to this, it kind of sounds a little tedious. Like I am very aware that you really have to slow down when it comes to preparing your work and when it comes to how you communicate in order to apply the tools that I'm about to teach you. And the truth is, it does require a lot of thinking. It does require an extra step, but it also has such a high payoff because executives move through their days like meeting to meeting to meeting, back to back, they're in so many rooms and they're in so many meetings where people don't do this, where the communication isn't effective. And because they're busy and they have a lot to do, they're gonna tune out if a meeting isn't useful to them. They might catch up in their inbox, right? Or they might just start thinking about something else that's more important. And so 
that person has just missed that opportunity to deepen their relationship with the executive, right? To like get the executive to really support and buy into the work that they're doing because they haven't slowed down to do this. So it's almost as if like they were in that room with that executive and they had such a beautiful opportunity that was missed, right? So yes, this is an extra level of effort, but also it's almost like if you don't do these things, then all the effort you are putting in might not get you as far as you want it to. So then that becomes wasted effort because you're not effectively engaging with an executive audience. And I will say with all of this, it gets easier the more that you do it. So that's another thing to keep in mind. All right, so let's talk about the language of executive. So I'm going to start with the language of an individual executive. And then we're going to talk about the more global holistic language that the majority of executives will want to be spoken to in. So when it comes to the individual executive, it is so important that when you are communicating with an executive, you know what matters to them. So when I say communicating in the language of an individual executive, what I mean is that each one of them has their own priorities and their own focus areas, and that's what they're going to be looking out for. And they need to hear from you and hear about your content in a way that feels relevant to their priorities. So I'm gonna give you a very simple, concrete example. Let's say that you are having a meeting, it's just you and one other executive and you are walking them through a project that you are about to begin working on, right? So if I was preparing, let's say, my PowerPoint and my talking points for that meeting, before laying out the information, I would ask myself three questions that would guide exactly how I'm going to share and present the information to them. The first thing that I would ask myself is what is most important to this executive? What do they care about most? The second thing I would ask myself is what keeps them up at night? What are they worried about? What are their concerns? What are the potential points of friction or failure within the work that they do that they're constantly thinking about solving? And number three, what does this executive see as the biggest opportunity for collaboration and value creation across their team and my team, right? So what I'm really asking myself is like, what matters to them? Because when I speak to them about this project, I'm not just going to go in there and be like, hey, I'm doing this project, bye, right? That's not what they need to hear. What they need to understand is why does this project matter to them? What is the connection between my work and what matters to them? And everything that I share with them is going to be through the lens of those questions. So it's not just, hey, I'm working on this project. It's like, hey, I know that you're focused on X, Y, Z, and I have a piece of work coming down the pipeline that is going to be impacting X, Y, and Z in these three ways, and I'm here to walk you through it, right? Even that small tweak is going to immediately change how engaged they are and how much they care about the work that you're sharing because all of a sudden, you've made it highly relevant. You're speaking in their language. You're sharing the words and the things that are important to them. Here's a tip I will give you. For every executive that's in your audience, for every executive that you're speaking to, you should be able 
to answer those three questions. You should have the answers to the three questions of what do they care about, what keeps them up at night, and what do they see as the greatest opportunity for value creation between your team and their team. And if you don't know the answer to those questions, I highly suggest you get those answers. And the best way to get those answers is to ask for them. One of the things that will make you so powerful and so effective in your role is to not just show up for the work that you're expected to do, but to take on that leadership to understand what the different stakeholders that your work touches are focused on. And the way that you will do that is by connecting with them and asking them for that information. So if you are regularly interfacing with executives and you are not crystal clear on those three questions, I want to give you a super duper challenge assignment of getting on their calendar, even if it's just for 30 minutes and saying, hey, It's been a while since um, you and I have touched base, and I would love to get a temperature check on your team's focus, your current focus within the business, and some of your priorities so that I can start to think about and identify opportunities for value creation across our two teams. Could I grab 30 minutes on your calendar? You don't have to bring anything. I will bring some questions and an agenda, and we can talk it through together. How does that sound, right? That will then get you time on their calendar and you can learn these things. And that's not only going to help you answer these three questions, right, so that you can speak in that executive's language when they are in meetings with you, but it's also going to help you deepen the relationship with that person. And the truth is, like, if you want to be in leadership one day, this kind of like proactive reaching out and learning about people is part of the job. So while it might be like, quote unquote, optional in your job right now, it's definitely not optional as you advance. So it's a great time for you to practice it and maybe get past the nerves and past some of the scariness and show yourself you're not just an individual contributor, right? Or like you're not just a middle manager or whatever level you're at. Like you are an executive, you are a leader, you take initiative, you set up these conversations because you need them in order to do your work and communicate your work at the highest level. So if you don't know the answer to those three questions, I would strongly, like if I was coaching you in a one-on-one coaching setting, this is something that I would bring up and advise you to do is to have those conversations. You will feel so powerful and you will become so much more effective in your job when you actually pull the trigger and have the courage to do that. And also, what's the worst that can happen? The worst that can happen is they're too busy and they say no, and it'll probably just be their assistant that says no, right? Or the worst that can happen is you'll have a meeting with them and you might be a little bit nervous. And that's a good thing because every time you show up, even though you're nervous, you show yourself you can handle it and you become more adept at navigating the nerves. So in my mind, there aren't that many negative outcomes and this is something I strongly recommend you do. So that is the language of an individual executive and a question that I often get asked when I teach this concept is people will say like, well, what if I'm in a meeting with a bunch of different executives and they all have different priorities and they all care about different things. So like the answer to those three questions are different for so many different members of my audience than how do I frame up my communication in a way that's going to speak to such a broad group of leaders? And to that I say, that is kind of the challenge that you're solving for, right? And you might need to slow down quite a bit at the beginning of your presentation to draw out some of those connections and to show how the work that you're doing touches 
all of these different parts within the company, then that is something you have to do because otherwise these people are sitting in this room listening and it it looks like a thing that they can tune out, right? It looks like, oh, this is just some random like update that's on my calendar. Like what even is this? And you're going to get a different level of engagement and a different level of focus, right? So really challenge yourself. And that can look as simple as like, hey, 10 executives who all care about different things. Like obviously you wouldn't say that, right? This is just for purposes of the example, but like, hey, 10 executives who have 10 different priorities. I'm so excited to walk you through this project that's going to be kicking off next month. Now, before I get into the details of the project, I want to talk through some of the places where this is going to impact your teams and the work that you do and ideally your KPIs so that you're aware of those connections and so that together as this project evolves, we can make sure that we're really finding places to add value and support your teams through this piece of work. So let me first walk you through that and then we'll get into the details of the project, right? Boom, I just carved out space for me to walk through and I can cover it from a few different angles so that it applies to all the different people in my audience. This is also where speaking up becomes an art, right? This is why it's the art of speaking up because it's not like an exact formula, right? A lot of what I teach are simple frameworks and formulas, but then the art comes in finding these situations and being like, okay, how do I apply this? How do I speak to my audience in a way that works for this specific room and these specific people? Okay, (laughs) I'm like out of breath because I'm so excited about this topic. Next, so I talked about the language of an individual executive, and that's simply framing up your content from the lens of what they care about most, and I shared those examples with you. And now we're going to talk about like the macro language of executives. So regardless of what that executive's goals or KPIs are, we're going to talk about what language resonates. And this is so important. This is something I go very deep into inside the Art of Speaking Up Academy because this is central to your ability to be an effective communicator. But the language of all executives is the language of ease and simplicity. And what I mean by this is that when we are doing a good job at executive communication, it feels easy for our audience. The emotion or the sensation, the experience that they have when they're listening to us is, this is easy. It's easy to listen to her. And the reason that I'm sharing this is because this is not what most people think executive communication is. Most people get this a little bit twisted and a little bit backwards, and they think, oh, executive communication, it's about showing people how powerful I am, and it's about showing people how smart I am. So I'm gonna like come in and like take up all this space, and like I gotta like be big and booming and like, Everything I share has to be the smartest. And that is not what good executive communication is because executives, their mind, they're not thinking, oh, how cool is this person? Like they're not thinking like, you know, when we're, we were all like all in high school and middle school and that's what we were thinking. We were thinking like, who's the cool kid? Am I cool? How can I be cool? Like when you're younger and that feels really important. 
that is not what they're thinking of like, oh, how cool are you? How much you know space are you taking up? Like, how smart are you? That is not what they're concerned about. They're thinking about the business and they're thinking about what they are focused on and their success and the success of their work and the success of their business, right? So they don't care about how you come off necessarily. They only care about that in, in that it impacts them, right? So we need to think about like, if they don't care about you, if they care about them, how do we speak to them in a way that jives with that priority? And so when we start to get really audience centric and we realize like, oh, they're just thinking about the business, right? They're thinking about their goals, they're thinking about their KPIs, they're thinking about their priorities, then how should I talk to them? And your job is to talk to them in a way that creates as much ease and simplicity for them as possible so that when they consume what you're sharing, they're using very little extra brain power to understand it and process it, right? So when someone shares something very simple with us, we don't have to do a lot of deep thinking to make sense of it because they have shared it in a way where it makes sense. Whereas when someone shares something very complicated with us, which by the way, happens a lot when we're trying to sound smart, we have to expend so much mental energy making sense of it. We have to spend all of this time and effort in our heads being like, what the heck did you just say, right? And so when we try to sound smart and when we try to be cool, when we're speaking, we often complicate things because we're not thinking, how can I serve my audience and make this simple? We're thinking, how can I sound cool and smart and like I know what I'm talking about? And we make it harder for our audience to understand and we force them to do deeper thinking just to make sense of what we're saying. And when an executive's mind is focused on trying to make sense of what you're trying to tell them, then A, they're more likely to tune out and check out because their mental resources are finite like for that day. But B, then they have less thinking available to really take what you're saying and focus on it and find the ways that it applies to them and start to think about their thoughts and perspectives on it because they're expending all of their focus just trying to understand it. So rule of thumb, you want your audience, and this applies to all audiences, but particularly executives, you want them to spend zero mental energy understanding what you say. You want everything that you say to be very, very easily understandable so that all of their mental energy can go into taking what you're sharing and being like, what do I think of this? What's my opinion of this? Do I support this? Do I like this? Does this benefit my team? When they're focused on that, that's when they jump in with you and they talk with you about the work, right? Because they're not, they're not wasting all their mental energy cleaning up the mess. They're now using it to be like, oh, she's explaining to me this thing. And now I'm pondering it and I'm considering it and I'm reflecting on it and I have thoughts and I have opinions and I have things that I want to share. And that's when you have that much higher quality conversation, right? That's when you put up a slide and instead of them being like, can you walk through that again? Or I'm not seeing how this leads to this. Instead of them saying that, that doesn't happen because they clearly understand that. And instead they say, oh my gosh, this is so interesting. How did you find that? Or like, 
what are your plans after? Like, where are we going with this project? They start to get intrigued. They start to get interested because they're there with you. They understand the information. It makes total, total sense to them. So now they're thinking about the next step. They're thinking about their reactions. They're thinking about how they can help you. They're thinking about how they can support you. You're having a higher quality conversation because they aren't wasting their mental effort just trying to understand. And this is where you start to have that high level conversation. So many of you, so many of my clients come to me and say, like, I want to participate in those big conversations, right? Like, I see people having this exchange. I want to be part of that exchange. And this is one of the ways that you do that. When you speak to executives in a way that is super easy for them to understand, it facilitates that exchange because their minds are available to be in that conversation with you. And so, When you're preparing content for executives, what you want to be asking yourself is how can I make this stupid simple? Inside the Art of Speaking Up Academy, we call this kindergarten teacher. And we challenge ourselves to think about like, how would I explain this if I was teaching this to a group of kindergartners? And the reason that I do this exercise and look at it that way is because we underestimate just how much we can simplify things. We underestimate just how easy we can make it for our audience, and we totally underestimate how powerful that is. So when we put on that lens of like, if I had to explain this to kindergartners, how would I walk them through this PowerPoint? It really shows us places where we have complications and those are places where we might hit a snag in our meeting and miss the opportunity to have that deep engagement with our audience. And it is ultimately that deep engagement that gets you executive buy-in for the work that you're doing, they're focused, they care, they're excited for the next meeting. It completely changes your relationship with them. It changes how you're working with them. And as your relationship with them deepens because of the quality of those conversations, you go from being just like that person whose meeting they were in to like that person that they know and support and work with. And that is the clout that I'm talking about that helps propel you upwards in your company. So this stuff cannot be underestimated. And the time that you spend simplifying and being like, how do I speak to my audience in their language will pay off in spades when it comes to your career. Meetings are the place where we show people our stuff. It is worth it to put in the time, the effort, the focus to make sure that you are showing people your best stuff. So in summary, executive communication means speaking to executives in their language. Always assume that your default way of explaining something is going to be in the wrong language and that you need to take your content and go through a process of translating it so that it is super executive friendly for your audience. And you're going to do that in two ways. You're going to do that at the individual level by understanding what matters most to each of the members of your audience and by really drawing those connections out and showing your work from the angle of why it impacts them and why they should care about it. And second, you're also going to do this by speaking to executives in a way that is very simple so that they're not wasting any of their focus trying to understand what you're saying and so that all of their focus is being channeled 
into taking what you're sharing and seeing how they can engage more deeply with your work, which is one of the best possible outcomes that you can create in a meeting. I am so excited for you to apply this. I'm so excited for what becomes possible for you when you come into meetings like with this level and this quality of communication and work. And if you want to go way deeper into learning how to do this, the Art of Speaking Up Academy is the perfect place to learn this. We spend several sessions going deep into what it takes to achieve this in a meeting, and you get to practice this and apply it so that you can see what it looks like to take a piece of communication and adjust it and alter it so that it has enormously strong impact on an executive audience so that you can start to be known as a leader. If you are ready for that, add yourself to the waitlist for the Art of Speaking Up Academy by going to jessgazetcoaching.com slash academy. When you're on the waitlist, that means you're gonna be first to find out when doors open, you're gonna get the best deal on tuition, and you're gonna get some bonus content from me in your inbox every Monday. So come on over and join us. I will drop that in the show notes. Thank you so freaking much for listening to the podcast. Thank you. The show has been growing a lot lately and it's because of you. It's because you're listening. It's because you're sharing. Um, it's because some of you have written reviews for the show and I appreciate that so much. I started this show with an audience of zero and I've poured so much heart and soul into this show and into my content. and. I know what it's like to create and put a lot of sweat equity into something when there isn't much of an audience. And so I have a lot of appreciation for the fact that you listen and you engage and you share. And I just wanted to thank you because it brings so much happiness to me. This show is, I view as like one of my creative outputs. It's my work of art, even if it's like a super nerdy corporate flavor work of art. It's my work of art. And so for you to be seeing it is really special. And so I just wanted to thank you for that. And I will be back next week with another episode and I will catch you then. Bye.